episode two, we are back. It's Delen, your host. Hi, my name's Tian. Hi, my name's Shante. Hi, my name's Amani. Hi, my name's Elena. Hi, my name's Anna. And today we're going to talk about our blackness. Today's episode is called Black is a New Black. First of all, just want to send prayers to Jussie Smollett, who was attacked by MAGA supporters. The whole situation is so heartbreaking, but just send a prayers to him and hope he gets well soon. So guys, first of all, I want to ask you, when did you guys discover your blackness? Oh, me? Okay. Um, I discovered my blackness at quite a young age, um, when I was like four... Four or five, we, um, me and my family, we moved to Portugal um, and we lived there for two and a half years. So basically, where at the time, there was not a lot of black people in the area at all. Um, me and my family were one of the only few black people in Portugal. Um, and obviously being young, you don't really realise how much your colour means to you yeah. because you're surrounded by people that are like, not of your skin colour, but as a child, you just think, oh, they're a child, you know, you just play with each other. But my parents kind of started to realise because I would start saying things like, I I want straight hair, I want straight white hair, mm. straight, straight blonde hair, I don't like my hair, mum, I hate my hair, I hate my skin. I started saying stuff like that. And mum would always bring it, um, she'd always bring it up, be like, stop saying stuff like that, your hair's beautiful, embrace your natural hair, stuff like that. So I feel like for me, that's when I kind of started to realise. Um, but yeah. Um, I would say for me, probably high school. Because um, in primary school, I didn't really think of it much. Like, obviously, you see Same. colour, you look in the mirror, you see your colour. But I had friends, white friends, Asian friends. I didn't really think nothing of it. It was until high school when I didn't really have many friends of different colours. It was just all a bunch of us black girls together, which I liked because it was just like we were all together, we, we can all relate. But then I kind of realised that there is a division. And it was even like a division that we created. It's just like teachers te- will treat you differently. It might not even be consciously, but like little things like, you're going to get picked on more or if you do something, you're going to get in more trouble. So I feel like I kind of had to become aware that I'm going to be treated differently because of my colour. So I just feel like high school, really. Mm. Um, same for me. High school, like, in high school, it became more um, evident to me, like, my blackness. <clears throat> like, in class and stuff, you, you could realise that Compared to like a white person, if he was talking loudly or um, trying to have fun, okay, you're not supposed to have fun in class, but trying to have fun in class, yeah. <laughs> like you would get picked on like, or penalized by the teacher more than a white person would because they're supposed like quote unquote doing their work, even though I'm doing my work. Um, but it wasn't until like I entered the group chat with you guys and we started talking about trivialized culture that I really like deeped that we don't really discuss our blackness as much as we should. And I did actually realise that in year 11 and year 10, when it came to like Black History Month, it was like, there was no Black History there Month. Wasn't. Where mm. was Black History Month? Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, it makes you realise that we're kind of like an afterthought, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was college. Well, it took quite a while, but going to like a predominantly white college, it's like... You're sur- I'm just surrounded by white people and it took a while for me like not to try and blend in with them and to try and stand out because they would always give you like funny looks or whatever when like you're loud you start laughing or like when just just simple stuff like we're doing your hair in the bathroom mm-hmm. but um yeah just college 
for me, it was like growing up. Like I realized my blackness through home. My parents always telling me to like work two times harder mm. to get what I want or to be able to achieve what I want. And yeah, just basically through home, them always saying you need to do this or you need to try harder because other people out there would do the same things as you, but they would get it like white people. Mm. Mine definitely started in high school. In primary school, okay, I don't want to say I didn't see colour, but it wasn't a thing. Like, yeah. body image wasn't a thing. Everyone was just friends. Everyone, no one was really treated differently and you never really saw um, how you were different until you get to high school, like Amani said. You see certain clips, you see certain groups, and then you start to realise, oh, okay, this is how people feel. And then it's just new to you. But um, I want to talk to you guys about high school experiences. Have you guys experienced something where that was finally shown to you? So there was an incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A teacher actually left us school because it was like... We had an RE class. I think it was in year nine. Um, her teacher, what was her name? I can't even remember her name. That's the thing. So we were like, it was like the last lesson of like the school year. So obviously everyone's excited to leave. We're going into summer, etc. So we're in class now. People are talking. So she sends out the first person, a black person. No one thinks any, anything of it because at the end of the day, the person was talking, they get sent out. She sends out another person. Another black person. But everyone in the class is talking, so we're like, cool. A white person now throws a chair. Does he get sent out? No. Another black person stands up for the other black people outside. Who gets sent out? The black person. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on here? So what? For someone else to stand up for your own kind, now they're getting, like, penalised for that as well. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But for me, it was just through teachers. It weren't through, like... For me, through, like, friendships and stuff, it wasn't... That That wasn't my personal yeah, experience. Same. For me, it was through teachers because I'm a very loud person. Like, I'm just a loud, like, character. So, obviously, I know I was going to get picked on. But if I'm seeing another person getting picked off of a different race, like, forget white, black, of a different race, and there's a group of black people and they're getting penalised more, even though they could be... they could We could just be talking about the work. And the other people, they always seem to think that they are talking about work yeah they always seem to think that and that's what frustrates me because if i'm talking to my friend who happens to be another black girl about the work and we're just being loud and laughing like for say um in media when we used to laugh a lot yeah, when we're yeah. watching videos we're laughing which we're is like, related to the work <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was actually related to the work do you know what i'm saying and we would just get in trouble for it and i'm just like do you understand what i'm saying it was yeah. just annoying for me um, my um, encounters with race as Tian says with the teachers as you just notice little things yeah. like you're not even being like deliberately disrespectful or just disruptive you're literally doing the work but you're having fun with it I don't get yeah. the problem with having fun whilst doing the work so there's stuff like that but for me my first issue with race was like this thing in year 7 it was the whole light skin versus dark skin that was my first encounter mm. with colorism. So yeah, Sis. so my first <laughs> but the funny thing is for me yeah that it wasn't it wasn't really like the other white kids it was the black kids saying it yeah. I remember one boy like I was just like for me because I'm a light asking black person I would always get like this kind of division thing and I just always get told you think you're nice because you're light skin you said it as well don't, don't act yeah because <laughs> like the thing is though, you can say it as a joke cool because we'll laugh about it cool yeah but like when it's like it's kind of upsetting when your own people kind of like disrespect you but I understand that it works both ways because there are some light skin people that think they're better than dark skin people and my first encounter was in year seven and just the whole light skin versus dark skin thing and it was, it was actually kind of disgusting to think that it was actually a trend like mm. that was my first encounter 
Who's going next? Okay. Um, for me, yeah, it was the same kind of through black people, I guess. So when you come to high school, obviously you're jumping into a new situation. And mine was, I didn't, I'd never thought I talked poshly, but I think sometimes I would say certain things and people would say, oh, I sounded white or I'm mm. talking white. First of all, I'm just grammatically correct. Inside <laughs> <laughs> <a> joke. Inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> I'm just grammatically correct. And that was hard because I didn't know how to go about it. So do I now start saying in it all the time and putting an extra spin on it so I sound a bit more urban, quote unquote. Or even through music, it was like, I remember one time I had, this was when Megan Trainor came out. Like, okay, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, this is a no judgment zone. This is a no judgment oh, okay. zone. Sorry, sorry. Um, okay, <laughs> this is a no judgment zone. Oh, okay, and when she came up with that song, I felt it, and I, <laughs> no. I liked it. Like the message is good, but message. <laughs> Wait, all about that bass. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. The message is good, but damn. Oh, like, yeah. I, that's what you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I just, and I remember, I just we were all, Amani was there, I think Tian was there, and then loads of other girls. We were all in the changing rooms. And I think we were probably asking, like, what kind of music does everyone listen to? Because everyone's playing Bashment and the thing. Yeah. Okay, I don't like Bashment personally. I don't, I don't dislike it, but I don't listen My to it. My people make the music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... But I didn't really listen to it. So people were asking me, like, do I know this song? Do I know this song? I was like, no, I don't know it. Then they were like, what songs are you listening to? Someone took my phone. <laughs> Went through my phone. First of all, okay, I'm an old soul. I listen to loads of old school music. But Same. Just, gang, gang. She just found gang. that one song. Wait, so mums, it was me? It was you. And you deleted <laughs> it off my phone. <laughs> Amani Page wrote... She deleted it off my phone and said, Delaine, you're not white. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I'm so sorry, but that just shows growth. Look at her. Oh my God, oh, no. A few clicks for me for mental growth. Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> because, wow. <laughs> she deleted it off my phone. Everyone was laughing at me. You would have thought you're not white. You shouldn't listen to this. And I was just like, oh damn, really? And then I remember, okay, listen, I was, I wouldn't say I was lost, but what I like, so you guys know, I used to love like Zoella and that. Whoa. And then, yo, I spent money on her, and (laughs) I bought all her pencil cases, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then one day, (laughs) can you stop? One day I was just like, I don't really like this stuff. I was watching a tutorial because I had my hair out. I thought, let me jazz it up. So then I was looking for tutorials. But when I would type it in, so I just think I just wanted like a slick bun or something. But there wasn't no 4C hair. Well, I think there was, but I didn't know to type in 4C yeah. hair or stuff like that. So going looking for all you just see is white people do it, white people. So I just clicked on anyone. And it just wasn't working for me. I was just like, what is going on? I got so frustrated. Like Elena said, I wanted to straighten my hair because why is my hair not conforming? Because I was getting very frustrated. Then I was like, okay, they are not like me. I see that now. Let me go find people that are. And then through YouTube, you find people like Mella Child, Nella Rose and all of them. And then, yeah. 
that's how I kind of found myself. <laughs> Tian. Um, before we go on, I was gonna say, you know, when you type in a hairstyle and you're trying to, type, you have to say for black girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do I have to say that, please? Yeah. Why can't there just be a? When I say bun, why can't there be a mixture? White, black, mixed race, Indian. Why is it not serious? Why is there not a mixture? I don't understand why I have to say for black girls after everything. Yeah. Like, they're, they're the normal standard, and we yeah. have to add in our one makeup say, for black girls. Yeah, like, we have to say for black girls, for women of color. But when we just type in beauty, we just type in makeup. They're the standard, and then we have to put in for this, for mm-hmm. that, so that it's like everyone else is just like the other option. It's mm. a bit sad, but going through high school and kind of learning about yourself, you kind of get the influence of other people. So especially boys that kind of bring up the conversation of body image <coughs> and how black girls should look and how they should be shaped <laughs> and how they should act because they are shaped a certain way etc etc Tian well let me tell you something <laughs> <laughs> I remember this one boy saying no names yeah no shade. like obviously I'm a, I'm a I would say that I'm a big girl because I have a belly I'm a big girl I don't care I have a belly and what I'm trying to lose it but still I love it so I don't care <laughs> anyway so back in like year 9 like end of year 9 start of year 10 like going into the summer I wasn't as like big as I am now, obviously, but um, obviously I was a big girl. And I remember one boy told me, and he, he told me with all his confidence and all his chest, he had the nerve to tell me, um, you know, if you lose a little bit of weight, you would look like, I said, oh. I said, excuse me? I said, what, what? Are you all right in your head? Like, are you all right in your head? Because at the end of the day, if I feel comfortable in myself, who are you to tell me that exactly. I need to lose weight? I will lose weight when I lo- want to lose weight at the end of the day. You're not making it f- any better for me. Because you know, like, you go through stages where you're like, yeah, I accept my weight. But then sometimes you have days when you're just like, raw. I want to wear certain things and I can't wear them. Like, some mm. people will be like, when you're anywhere, you can wear anything. But at the end of the day, the confidence has to be there for it you to, to go be- and wear, there, wear it. And if I don't have the confidence... For me, it's like, I'm going to go lose the weight so I can get the confidence, do you understand? Exactly. Some people don't have to lose the weight, but just for me personally, to feel more confident, I will lose weight when I am ready. You have no place in your life to tell me when I should and should not lose weight at the end of the day. If I'm calm, how I am, leave me alone. If you're not attracted to me, why does it matter what I look like to you? Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I'm Clearly, I'm not your type, so why are you telling me to lose weight? What? <laughs> Her. In my secondary school, there were like these group of little boys. It wasn't even little boys. It was, boys <laughs> in my year. it was okay. Let's say it was boys in my year, and like they would only do it to girls like with big bums or yeah, just with big bums. So they had this thing where they would go around slapping girls' bums, grabbing girls' bums. They even had dagger day, dagger day, bum slap day. Disgusting. But anyway, so it wasn't even dagger day or bum slap day, but they just used to do it now and again. I have a friend now, and then some boy must have gone and slapped her bum. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she was she was quite mad. She was really really mad. And then another boy comes up to her. It's it's your fault anyway. Why are you mad? It's your fault for having a big bum. It's it's your fault that he came up to you and slapped your bum. You See, expect you, people yeah, to touch you. You expect people to come and abuse your body only because you have a certain type of body. If it's anybody's body, that's, that's, yeah, that's um, <laughs> <laughs> not me. Whoa, you better take that back. 
No, but can I just say, yeah, that kind of mentality, that's what that's leads disgusting. to rape culture. Honestly, this is what I'm, honestly, even though it's a separate issue, it leads to that. How can you say it's the girl's fault for being having honestly, a body? It's, you control your actions. No one told you. Even, okay, yes, bodies are beautiful. Respect that by respecting it. Mm. Don't yeah. respect it with disrespect. I don't understand how you can, like, it, it's so disgusting to me. And the thing like is, though, boys get away with it as well. Because teaching, I remember, I said, I love wearing short skirts. I'm sorry. I always get told, you shouldn't on, be sorry. Pull down, pull down your skirt because a boy will do this. No, I'll put it down for whatever reason, but it won't be for not a boy to look at me. Yes. That's not going to be the yes. reason. For example, me and Amani and someone else, Fabrice, who's also in this podcast, but isn't here we today. Hey, babe. Get well soon. We did a um, spoken, word. spoken word. No, yeah, a speech. Um, oh, about yeah. so many yeah. issues. Don't worry, it's coming back soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a speech and it was so like, it was beautifully written. 2K14 and the game still ain't changed with the title of the yep. speech. Yeah. So basically, we were basically um, talking about problems within the society and one of the lines was, you teach girls how, how to, to survive after rape, rape but, but you don't, don't teach boys, boys not to, to do rape in, in the, the first place. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Power they, do not, they do not teach boys how to respect women's bodies it's all at first it's like like when you're little oh my i'm just gonna say this from a from a caribbean perspective like just in my family don't wear vest tops when men are in the house don't wear shorts when men are in the house don't wear skirts when men are in the house don't wear just um why are the men looking at me when i'm a little girl are you all right why don't you teach the boys from when they're young to respect women and not to look at little do you understand what i'm saying it's really annoying like why am i trying to work around and their nasty mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? And then when we dissect Dagaday, <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, basically, girls running around, boys chase them, and then they thrust the lower parts of their body <laughs> onto girls. And some of them will fall on the floor. And the funny thing is, we, we were in year seven. This is the funniest exactly. thing. We were year, year 11, seven, 11 year old kids. Year yeah, seven. Yeah, year yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year 10. Year 11 and 12. 11 and 12. When you go to high school, you're 11. 11 and 12. That's the saddest thing. We come out of primary school so pure. And that's what I said in the last podcast, whatever, the future one coming out. It starts in high school. The problems always start in high school. It's true. It's like we came up because in primary school we didn't even think about that kind of thing. It's just like high school was like where it all starts. I can't believe. But then we're um, as girls as well. We're allowing it and we get gas. Oh, he dagged me. Oh, he's chasing me. And then it's like wait, wait, because we like now you're teaching him. Yeah, we like the chase, but then you're teaching him this is okay to be outside. And then as they grow up, even though they might dial it down, they're still gonna think. But she likes this, so Mm. why am I not? I don't. I don't think as you just said, girls like it. But even when. Girls don't like it. Boys just they say, still oh, do no, it. Like deep, like deep. They still do it. Because they've like done it to other girls and girls have said it's not that Yeah, deep. but I don't, I don't really care. Like, I don't think, mm-hmm. even if a girl does like it, cool, that's her, that's her thing, in it. But at the end of the day, don't do it in the first place. Because mm. even if one girl likes it, you do your thing in the corner. But you're doing it, you're going around to girls and maybe when they don't like it and they get mad, as Shantae just said, the boy will say, it's your fault anyway, because you're, mm-hmm. you're there. So there's, yeah. there's no way out of it, I think. It's true. There's like that video. Um, no, I think it was just like a group, like a thread on like Twitter, and it was like, um, like my little brother came to um, home from school, and he was telling me how a girl rejected him, and he was like, I don't know what to do, and the girl was like, accept it. You can't. When someone tells you no, mm-hmm. accept the no the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even if they change their mind later on, you have now coerced them into saying yes. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So in the end, it technically still is a no. 
with if you can uh, if you've now asked that person you've basically just pressured them into saying yes they might not even want to do it and because you've got that so-called yes you think all right it's cool just take the no the first time and if you do it and they say if you do it at first like dagger day um sometimes out of your control because boys will just come up and yeah. just do it to you just like say no when you hear the no accept it don't say oh this that blah 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 coming with a bunch of excuses because it's pointless but mm-hmm. going back to being um black women it's kind of because in the media we're supposed to have slim thick kind of shapes mm-hmm. this is causing girls now to get bbl to mm-hmm. take a petamin and it's not I'm, it's not healthy and I think some women need it. to be taught because the I thing is with it. a petamin sorry guys the thing is with a petamin it's like it can get you thick but it won't it can it can't always get you thick in the in the places that you want so you might take it and then get a belly yeah. and then you'll be like wait it's not working no it's working because it's making you bigger but it's not it's just not making you bigger in the right place can I just say I used to actually take a petamin Mm-hmm. Um, I was very insecure about my body. We're just gonna, yeah. So, obviously, being slim, obviously, being in a Caribbean household, and if you guys know, it's the exact same thing. For me, I have a very fast metabolism, so putting on weight is very difficult. So, me and my friend, I went to the doctors as well. It was a, quite a serious thing because I just really wanted to gain weight. I was not happy with my body. Um, so, I started taking it, and it did work, but the thing is with a petamin, you have to go to the gym. You can't just use it and then expect it to not work. I mean, I mean, you can't just do it and then expect it to work and go in all the right places. But um, I stopped taking it because with a petamin, it's a thing where the weight goes really quickly. So I don't know if any of you have tried it. No, yeah. So you use it and then basically it makes you really tired. Yeah, it makes you. Really <laughs> <laughs> I'm already big. I'm no it makes you really tired and really drowsy like the first couple of days but then after that it's calm um but yeah i stopped taking it for the reason that you said because i wanted to start gaining it like naturally um and i wouldn't personally recommend a permanent to anyone like if you want to try it try but you have to be consistent like once you use it you can't like stop so yeah that's my little um for me i feel like it's okay to change yourself not change yourself it's okay to enhance yourself but not change yourself for Mm. example taking a petamin to get a little bit like bigger i don't see a problem with that but if it's like you're trying to achieve like a whole different thing or like say you go like change your nose like fully change your nose so it looks completely different i think that's where the problem is that's where like there's no self-love but say like you're just changing a little tweaking a little something making it look a little better I think that's okay. Hmm. I don't feel like the problem is like taking stuff like a petamin because same like how you can, you're trying to gain weight, it's okay to like lose weight. I don't think it's a problem. I feel like the problem is the age that we're doing it. Why at 16, 17 are you trying to... You're still growing. Yeah, exactly. For example, we're saying, oh, you're taking a petamin to get bigger bum, bigger boobs, but you're going to gain it everywhere. Mm. Give your body time. Like you don't stop Mm. going until you're like, what, 24? So why are we trying to... And I've blamed social media and I blame boys and I blame yeah. the, all of the stuff that were like even our family members, like mm. being skinny, I've always told, you're nice being skinny, but you need to get a bigger bum. It's like, I'm like nine years old. Why are you telling <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Thing is, like, like they love a skinny body, but they need it to be curvy in the right places. Not everyone's born curvy. Exactly. And, and as a black girl, you're expected to be curvy. Exactly. Mm. If you're not, you're not black enough. It's yeah, just, like, it's that's so yeah, true. Obviously. That's so true. But literally going back to like um social media. Loads of these 
Okay, let me just play like this. Loads of these social media people that are like thick, like when I mean thick, like flat tummy, skinny waist, big fat. It don't even match, please. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, all right, you stand there with your flat tummy tea, but how did you get like that? The surgical <laughs> bed that you was lying on, and now people, I see loads of people getting like lipo, tummy tuck, and I'm thinking, stop. Why are you doing this at such a young age? Because what I think about is like. Sooner, okay, not everyone wants kids. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you, you, some people get to a point in their like late twenties, maybe thirties, because they make more than late and be like, "Oh, right, I want a kid." You've now got a tummy tuck. Your belly has now been folded, and extra skin that would have been used to help your belly stretch for you for you to help a fetus grow in you has now gone. So now it's going to complicate things for you in the future. You don't think about the things in the long run, and people on social media know what they're doing because. All right, they're adults, but they know that they've got so many little yeah, kids yeah. on Instagram that are following them and seeing, cool, they've got flat tummy tea, I should buy that. They're taking a payment, I should do that. And even, like, girls that are, like, 18 plus, because I don't see... I don't think anyone, like, our age has got, like, surgery. I know, I know girls that have her nose done when she's in year 11, Whoa. and now she's getting cheekbones done. And it's just Whoa. disgusting. What? And your parents are allowing it. It's like, you're, you're... I don't understand. And it comes from no. self-hate. Some girls say, mm. I'm not, I love myself, I want to just improve myself. But at 16 years old... I don't understand how your parents are letting you change yourself so drastically. Yeah, why are they helping you love yourself? It's the maddest thing I ever heard. I'm not going to lie. I'm so sorry to whoever you are. You're beautiful. It sounds so bad, but you need new parents, mate. Because (laughs) your parents are there to help you, support you, and make you feel better. If your parent is allowing you Mm. to change things about your own face, the face that they made together, the face that your mother gave birth to and pushed out and called, probably called you beautiful the whole way up, and now she's letting you change that. When you're a reflection of her, that doesn't make any sense to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that just gets me mad because it's just like, why are there people out there letting their children do this? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, okay, cool. Sometimes parents, their rules are a bit mad, but that is that shouldn't even be a rule. That's just a straight no. Yeah. Until you get to a certain age yeah, and you have certain yeah. responsibility yeah, and you can do it yourself, cool, do whatever you want. But when you're young and you're... You're literally allowing your child to do that. There's a problem with you. There's literally a problem with you then because it's like, raw. so do you see a problem with your child then? Exactly. Because you're allowing her to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wait, what? Oh. Sorry. Um, Amani, like, who pays for her stuff? Is it herself her or like her parents? Her parents. Disgusting. That's, that's, that's terrible. But the thing is, the thing is, is like, yeah, when you're, I'm not saying you can't get surgery. Obviously, when you're older, do what you want. But as a parent, your first responsibility is, is should be to get your child to love themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm. obviously, as a child, especially a teenager, you go through stages where you don't think you're pretty enough. You could change. There's things I'll change about, change about myself, but I'm not going to go and do it because you need to learn self-love. Yeah. As a parent, even like now, my dad will say, you're beautiful the way you are. I wear makeup, I get my hair done, whatever. He says, you're beautiful without it. And I know that. So thank you for that. If you said to me, yeah, you look better with it, I would believe that. Yeah. As a parent, you believe what your parents say. When they say something, you take it to heart. Mm. So it's just like, as a parent, I think self-love should be the first thing you teach your child. But yeah, definitely in high school, when you come into an environment where everyone's opinion kind of matters, it doesn't matter, but you think yeah, it matters. Yeah, think and then you get influenced to feel certain ways. But besides from that, I want to talk about black excellence and what all the good things about being black. I think my favorite thing about our culture is our music, how we have mm-hmm. great entertainers and great poets and great writers. Um, who are you guys' favorites, whatever? Um, my favorite of all time, and everyone's known this since I was in year seven, is Tupac. Because, Jesus. let me say something. 
He's Same. just amazing, like, everything. His poetry, his music, him as an actor, like, he's just, like, amazing in everything he does. And I just love the way that he carried on his mother's legacy through music yeah. as his mum is, like, was part of um, the Black Panthers and also so was his stepfather. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed that, like, you should really go and read The Rose That Grew From Concrete because it's the we- best poetry book there yeah. is out there. I've read it like five times. Um, but yeah, like, he's just amazing. Anyone else? Just one more. Um, what, what, okay. Um, I, as you said, the music. I love the music because I feel like with black people, we have music of every genre. We've done every genre. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... For me, well, I love Chippy Red, yeah. And some people is like, why do you like Chippy Red? But it's like, because he has a lot of rock influence in that. Mm. And some people don't understand it. Like, X, 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 R.I.P. The shouting, the whole thing. But I just love the passion that we have with everything that we do. The music, the poetry, the mm. dance, the way that we dance, exactly. the way that we speak, the way that we move. We have a different kind of swag. <laughs> everything that we do. And I just, like, even though I have different things in me, that's one thing that I'm proud of, like, the mostest, I guess. So just quick, let's everyone go around and summarise what being black means to you. Who likes to start that one? What being black means to me. Um, having to accept that there's going to be challenges, but yeah. having to be able to overcome them the best that I can. Who else? Delen, what would you want to say? For me, being black yeah. means um, <laughs> okay. wholeheartedly basically helping my community. I feel like as a black person, as a black um, young lady, I feel like it's important for me to empower other black um, females of my age and help them overcome problems within their life. I feel like as black people, we need to empower each other and show each other the power that we have within exactly. and also yeah. just be kind to each other because um, as people sometimes we fall into the cycle or spreading hate and yeah I feel like we should just spread love um, for me it's even though the world will define me as something that is other than great or something that is less than I still need to push through and as I have great representation through the media and through my family and through the people around me and you guys that just to use my voice and spread for change and just be as creative and don't let any limitations stop me recently. Being black to me means being bold, obviously taking on challenges like Imani said, and also taking pride in my decisions. Also working hard to achieve what I want to achieve and working as hard as I can to prove to myself and prove to everybody else that I can achieve like what I want to achieve. Beautifully read. And I will. Beautifully <laughs> <laughs> um, Being black to me means just being able to move forward and overcome the little stuff because we go through so much just being black just by being black and i think it just helps us not to be lazy and to just continue to work hard just in general yeah being black to me is being consistent um being black is part of me it is me so Mm. i feel like i just have to keep working hard i have to just keep doing what i'm doing remaining positive as Sian said, um, giving back to our community because I feel like a lot of the time we um, we kind of we're, we're a selfish society, so I feel like yeah. we kind of forget about ourselves. We, ha- we need brother to and sisters, ourselves. like we need to remember each other. each other. Like, yeah. I think being black for everybody should be like loving each other, looking after each other, knowing that we're like different, but we should all like work together and be mm. one and be united. Mm. 
And yeah, thank you guys. Um, follow us on Instagram at trivialize.culture, T-R-V-L-Z-D.culture, and Twitter at trivializeculture. And send us any feedback and topics, and even tag us if you guys are listening, and DM us, and we'll answer. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.